You walk into this room at your own risk. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. That the sons of God saw, the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Stamp eternity on my eyeballs. I don't know anybody else that ever prayed it. Maybe we said it. We live in a generation that's literally brainwashed. I've never seen anything like it in my life. This generation will embrace anything. There were giants in the earth in those days and also after that. When the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. And I'm here today to tell you that we're actually hacking the software of life. You live in an insane society, for there is no fear of God in their eyes. Nobody fears God anymore. And we're in a fight for our lives. The church is being persecuted like it's never been persecuted before. And some churches refuse to even open up. They're so afraid. I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. And maybe there will be. By your traditions, you say you love God with your lips, but your heart is far from you, far from him because you're not teachable. And the only thing you, the only way you can be teachable is to hear the word and begin to practice it. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. But you know, if God should stamp eternity or even judgment on our eyeballs, or if you like, on the fleshy table of our hearts, I'm quite convinced we'd be a very, very different tribe of people, God's people in the world today. Nobody's convicted of anything anymore! The signpost up ahead, your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Welcome to the Removing Confusion Podcast. It's December the 29th. 2021 is almost done. Some folks will say, well, can 2022 be any worse? With the Numb skulls we have in charge, I'd have to say yes. We are. I forgot about this opening. If a pastor says something strong, and by the way, if your pastor refuses to make strong statements about things and make the necessary judgments, he's not being a shepherd. I said it. So if they're afraid because of what man's going to think of them, that they're going to hold back and say, well, I can't judge this. Well, listen, you better judge it because you're a shepherd. You have a rod and a staff and you sleep in the door of your sheepfold. Why? Because you have to look out on the horizon and go, that looks like a wolf. That looks like a lion. That looks like a bear. Here's a thief. There's a threat. Guess what? Got to get through me to get the sheep. That's what a shepherd does. 
That was Steve Mitchell, who'd uh, gone on to be with the Lord in 2020. <clears throat> and you have to excuse me for the rather <laughs> mismatched, overly hatched opening. Uh, I, I remember I changed that a little bit. That was the original, one of my original openings, and I added a few things to it. And uh, they were they were pretty interesting at times, and that last bit with Steve was really uh, a hard hitter because I'm going to tell you something. Uh, just to start off, because now I'm on a roll, the pulpits are silent. Uh, I told a friend of mine yesterday we were talking, and I said, "Look, right now we have a in this country. Let's just stay right where we're at. The world can worry about its own self for a minute. The rest of the world." We have a very serious depletion, depletion in the lack of leadership in our nation. Uh, I think it was Tucker Carlson that, said, that, that opened up some eyes and said, if you look at it, the people who are in control are in their 80s or near it. Before Biden's term here is over, if he isn't ousted before then, He'll be like 82 or 83. Nancy Pelosi's already 82. I don't know how old Schumer is, but he's pretty close. He's been around forever. McConnell's in his 80s, I think. These people are, are, are high 70s. These people are past their prime. Let's put it that way. They haven't got any skin in the game anymore except their money. So, therefore, they need to go. We need to get some younger blood, some people who have kids, some people who have at least are young enough to have, you know, be young grandparents if nothing else. And that's not the that's not the uh pre prerequisite or the requisite or whatever to be a senator, congressman or president that you have this wonderful family. Maybe you don't have any kids at all, but I'm going to tell you something right now. The age of these people as they trump along, why did they say that? Tramp along is that they, they, I mean, they're on their last leg. I don't care how old they feel now, things can change really quickly in an 80 plus year old body. And I'm not knocking anybody that's in their 80s, 90s, 70s, whatever. Some people really do hold themselves together for late into their 80s and 90s. I've had relatives way into their 90s, almost 100. One of them was 102 when he passed away. Very good shape. You know, he started to slip a little bit, but he was capable of doing a lot of things. So I'm not knocking him, but look, we have a nation to run. We have to get these people who have their hands uh, out and into the pockets of the big companies out there, especially the drug dealers. And we need to move them along. We're going to talk today uh, something that, you know, I've held back for a few days. I haven't done anything for a few days. And the reason I didn't, a lot of times I I want to make sure I don't need to be first with everything that comes out. I I actually am not afraid to, uh, to wait. 
because uh, there's a lot of stuff that that I see, and then I, I start thinking, and I write some notes, and I'm like you know what, I'll just hold back, and then I see it on the national news or the international news as it is today. And the one thing that I noticed the other day, I was reading a, an article or watching a video, one of the two. I think it was, I actually was reading an article and uh, they were talking about these quarantines. Now, when the quarantine started, 14 days, no matter, nope, 14 days, you're in, lockdown done. And then somewhere along the way, magically, it got lowered to 10 days. Then came Christmas of 2021 where flights were being canceled and predominantly from what I understand with United and Delta, lots of flights got canceled. Now those are two major airlines that fly out of two of the, the most, uh, two of the most busy airports in the world. O'Hare in Chicago's United. And of course, anything Delta is going to land in Atlanta before it gets anywhere. <laughs> Unless it took off from Atlanta in the beginning, but it's always, I mean, Atlanta, 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 you know, and, and anyway, they, they, uh, they had to cancel hundreds of flights because of COVID because of the quarantines, because they didn't have enough flight crew. So the airline, they got a name I didn't write down, but there's a, 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 background group that uh, the airline travel association or whatever came out and said, we need to get these quarantines knocked back down. They're, they're at 10 days. That's too long. Can't we make it five? So lo and behold, we're down to five days for quarantines. Quarantine five days. How about we don't quarantine at all? Just let this thing fly. I, it's hard to believe the way now business is involved in the medical side of things. Let's look at New York, the uh, unelected tyrant named Kathy Hochul. She's already done it in, in the state of New York. She has shortened the quarantine to five days if you're fully vaccinated. You plebes out there that decided you don't want to be vaccinated. Well, you can spend the 10 days or the 14, whatever she determines, locked up. Hey, you might as well be locked up in New York. You can't do anything in New York City unless you are vaccinated. You have to eat outside. I'm going to tell you what, as winter starts to howl down, you, you really don't want to eat outside. It'll be cold enough inside probably because who can afford heat? But, uh. That's beside the point. It's, you know, this fully vaccinated and it changes. We've changed that fully vaccinated. doesn't mean the two shots or even the one from J and J, which now I think has become two. It's three shots. I saw a thing today. That's very astonishing. They're talking with, you know, they're going to, they're, they're what they're pushing for is every 90 days. You're going to get a shot. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so, you know, with all that said, how do we get to the point where we trust in scare quotes, science, 
Science dictates 14 days. Now, you know, they, the thing about science is it is kind of a fluid, fluctu- fluctuating thing, you know, as we get new things. But they, they've, this thing has been way out of whack. For a, for a amplified common cold, which we've never found a vaccine or anything else for, except uh, if it's a very, very bad common cold, you take some aspirin, you drink a lot of liquids and tea and, you know, cough into your elbow or whatever. You just don't try to spread it around. And if you have it bad enough, you stay at home, take it easy. You really don't want to do anything else. But now we have all these guidelines that they've come up with in science for an amplified common cold. And then, you know, big business comes along and it's going to start dictating the length of our quarantines. Uh, How about if we don't quarantine? How if we just have people say, you feel sick? Stay in bed. Stay at home. And then there's ones, oh, I can't, I can't do that. I can't sit. Well, then, you know, maybe we should lock them up. I don't know. No, I, I, you know, they're, it's getting ridiculous with the whole thing. The whole thing is getting ridiculous. Uh, one in 95 boys right now, we're going to talk about these vaccines for youngins. One of 95 boys so far are found to have heart problems from the jabs. One in 95, that number is going to go up. As boys play basketball, as boys play soccer, as boys play football, as boys play hockey, or field hockey, or just run and have fun like boys like to do. Let's go play army. Bang, bang, I'm a new man kind of thing. You know, get them away from the, the, the video games and out to outdoors, or they're going sled riding like we used to do back in the day. I don't know if anybody still does that. Boy, we used to have a ball doing it. But, hey, what's going to happen? You're going to have young boys with strokes and heart attacks because their heart is inflamed. There's a constriction. That's that's what this 1 in 95, the pericarditis, and uh, mericarditis, and I know I botched that again, but that's okay. You know what I'm talking about, or you can look it up. I don't profess to be a doctor, and I don't even, I don't give out medical information or or try to tell you what to do. I give you guidelines of the people I've listened to, and I, and, and I actually do myself. And I'm still here to talk about it from taking zinc, C, and D3 at least every day. And then adding on quercetine and NAC, N-A-C. All righty. So young boys, look out. Why is that? It's not so much the young girls. They're, now, their problem may, and I pray, you know, look, folks, we, we, we don't want to see any of this stuff happen. But we've got to pray. That it doesn't, that it won't be to the extent that it seems it may be, that these the young boys are going to have these major problems with heart heart problems, and young girls are going to have uh, reproductive issues. 
So what have we done? We've taken young boys who can grow up and join our military, join our workforce that could possibly be unable to, and young girls who are unable to reproduce. There's some other scary stuff that I'm, I have to look into it deeper about what's in things that uh, is changing severely the DNA of those who are injected. You know what? If you did it already, it's too late. Find a protocol to wipe the stuff out of your system or at least tamp it down and get your immune system back on track because I'm telling you right now, immune systems are going to be in serious jeopardy from what we've all been hearing. And it's coming from some good, good sources. The Army has developed a vaccine of their own. Now, first of all, let us be a little bit cautious when we start talking about the army and its vaccine programs. Um, good Lord. Uh, I was telling a buddy of mine, I said, does anybody remember Gulf war syndrome? Now, if you don't remember Gulf war syndrome, it was, Okay, they were they were giving guys shots to keep them from getting the anthrax. It going into Gulf War One, which would have been in the nineties, ninety, ninety one, ninety two. So they uh, injected them with some kind of a vaccine, so called, and then these fellows started to have serious. A lot of them were mental issues. They 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 became. That's why we uh, probably why we have such a glut of homeless veterans and other things with mental problems. I know one lady whose son actually, there was many that did who uh, took his own life and it's sad. So, you know, when the United States army comes up with a medicine on their own, it's kind of like a, a stop, pause, think, drop, roll, put the fire out kind of deal. Let's uh, let's see what it says here. A it 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 includes a spike ferritin ferritin nanoparticles, and will supposedly fight all former and future COVID variants. Let the word nanoparticles settle very deeply in your brain. I haven't spoken much about things like this because it's science fiction-ish and I don't want to overload people with too much, but I'm telling you right now, that is a very serious-sounding DNA-changing vaccine, which isn't going to be a vaccine either. I'm sure it's going to be a death shot. The uh, anthrax vaccine that we were talking about had a uh, a carrier unit or whatever that they would call it called squalene or squalene. And uh, 
that anthrax vaccine, Gulf War syndrome, of course, they, they were inexplicable. They were linked. I mean, there's no way around it. Squalene is the unknown culprit, but it is used in a, in vaccines to move the medicine into your cells. So basically, it's a, a like a carrier unit, a carrier deal that takes grabs a hold of the medicine and plunges it into your cells. And I'm not again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just giving you the way I read it. We need to be very careful. We've already, look, they've already come out and they tried to tell us this doesn't do anything to your cells, doesn't do anything to your DNA, doesn't mess with your cell structures and all this other stuff. Then we have the guy that comes out and says, no, it's actually a gene transfer agent. And you can look that up. Type in gene transfer agent in your DuckDuckGo and see what you find, folks. It will point you right to an mRNA vaccine, also known as Moderna and everything else. Um, look, Satan and Satanists through the ages have always ended up going after the children. You, know, you go way back, Moses' day, that Pharaoh said, throw all the kids in the Nile. Moses' mother saved him by putting him in an ark with pitch and reeds, and he floated off and grew up in the, in the Pharaoh's home and then went back to his people as he got older. But he's the first, you know, that not the first, but he's one of the ones we look to in these kind of things. And you go down, down through the times and, there was a guy named Haman that wanted to wipe out the Jews completely. Uh, of course, you know, Babylon, all the other things. And you come around, you roll up to Herod in the times of Jesus. And he said, go kill all the kids two years old and under. Trying to kill the Christ child. Which, of course, he failed because the angels came and told Joseph, go to Egypt. And take the young boy and his mom with him. So there's the thing. They've always come after the kids. They've always, now we have, you know, in our lifetime, it's not so bloody and it's not so arrogant in the Western world anyway. What what we have now, I mean, you go over in the Middle East, they still cut your head off if you want to try to be a Christian and carry the word of God around with you. It don't make any difference how old you are. And they may put the knife to the throat of your kids to get you to recant. And, if, and you know, just don't. You're going to see them in glory. It's a horrible thought. But we in the West better get it wrapped around our, our brain that we are not 100% safe from that specific type of persecution. And when it comes, we need to be ready. I'd like to say even if it comes. I think it's more like when. Uh, But anyway, in our lifetime, we have many more easier ways of going after the kids, these disturbed individuals uh, with their medical practices and there are experimental drugs and the detrimental side effects. You know, remember thalidomide. Now, that happened before I was born. Thank you, Jesus. And they had dozens of kids with, you know, deformities and problems and cancers. 
And they've come up with many others through the years that they've injected into young arms and butts that have caused all kinds of problems. Well, that's science. That's medical. We saved uh, you know a million, but we killed two hundred thousand. Big deal. No, no, that's not not a problem. You know, now we got the you know experimental jab with no real scientific. Uh, trials no long we don't know long term what this thing will do people need to be thinking and praying and not just running out so quick to roll up their sleeves and say give me a shot give my kid a shot give my grandkid a shot so we can hug again just hug your kid hug your grandkid if you if you keep rolling around in this fear that you're going to get sick. Let me tell you something. You're going to get sick. It's going to happen. Everybody does. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be COVID because the thing of it is, is, is there such a thing as COVID? COVID is a multiplex of symptoms all linked to this gain-of-function garbage that they did And then it manifests in things like the flu, common cold, or Omicron. They're yelling about was going to kill 72% of the people were going to be infected and possibly die from Omicron. That's another change they had to do. It's down to like 27%. Is Is it really contagious? We don't know. I mean, I imagine it is. There seems to be a glut of people testing positive for coronavirus but you know the thing of it is 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 it the covid you know but this thing has gone way beyond everything about it has gone way beyond governmental overreach i mean that is that's the the ticket is you know the government's so deeply embedded now in your any of your medical issues if you're a diabetic they're gonna they're gonna watch through their watch dogs the pharmaceutical company to see if you're taking your medication and having it refilled on time. How do I know that? It's happened to me. They send emails to your doctor and say he's not taking his medicine right. They try to tell you because you're on this and you have been diagnosed with that, then we need to treat you for something else that you don't even have. I'm using myself as an example. I'm a, I have diabetes, type 2. So then they turn around and the nurse calls me and says, you need to get on Lipitor because the, the, the uh, insurance company says you need. I'm like, you tell them. I ain't taking it. Oh, but you have doctors very, I don't care. I know what it does. I already took it before. It's horrible. It's one of the most horrible drugs out there for treating uh, hyper lipidism, lipidoid, whatever, uh, cholesterol. Bad drug. All of them are. Anything that ends with statin. Start to look at it, and then, you know what, readjust it. Speaking to myself, I don't have my mirror in front of me. Readjust your diet. 
That is where most of it happens. Then start to look for the alternate ways, things that don't make you sicker to fight the problem you have. But people would rather get hedged in and stitched together and crocheted up with drugs. Goodness. Uh, Baron von Rothschild, many, many years ago, 100 years or more ago, he said, and I'm paraphrasing, he said, he who controls the purse can control the populace. In other words, who has the money? Who can, and he did. Him and his ilk found out ways to fund both sides of a war so that they made themselves rich and, and play little games in the stock markets over in Europe. Buy, buy, buy sell short win and everybody else sells you buy it up and the next thing you know you're rich i'd say they're dirty but who can control the cash flow controls the populace that's what he that was his whole thing and now when he talks populace he isn't just talking about you and me he's talking about everybody he controls the government as well because he's got more money than they do and if they need money maybe i can release a little bit to you And then they buy up the banks, and they end up with what you call the Federal Reserve, which is not federal. It's not owned by the government. It's a private consortium of bankers like the Rothschilds and the other ones out there, the J.P. Morgans and the, you know, on and on, the big names. You think about the big rich guys, they're in there. I submit in this day and age. But he who can manage to control the minds of people will control the populace. I've done several shows in the past. Talked about the Great Reset. Klaus Schwab's thing. You know, the old uh, Alex Jones is running a, a deal he calls the, I forget, something about resetting, but it's not the great reset in their, their terms. It's his terms. How to how to just reset the reset or something like that. Uh, you got to pay for it. You can get this for me for free. The To control the populace has always been their number one game. And uh, fear. Fear is is where they hit first. I want to get you scared so you won't do anything. And it works every time. It works every time. Take the shot, or we're going to send the soldiers door to door. Says uh, in UK, the United Kingdom, that's their next move. They've already done it in places like Australia. Whatever happened to Crocodile Dundee? You know, yes, the, the Aussies look like they just rolled over and let the let the government just run them off. I don't know. One day they may come back. 
But again, like I said, fear. If I can get you scared, I can get you to do just about anything. That's that's their motto. That's their idea. And that's the first step in getting somebody to be mind-controlled. You know, it can happen from the smallest relationship type deal, uh, a man and a wife or a man and a girl or whatever, where the woman, and usually it's the, the brute of a man who tries to control the woman by instilling in her fear, fear that he's going to go off if she doesn't do just what he wants. Fear that if he does, she doesn't cook the meal just right, uh, you know, he's going to explode. And it goes on and on. The house isn't clean just right. You didn't take care of the kids just right. You didn't see, he doesn't do anything except instill fear. And then there's the fear that he'll leave me and I'll be alone. And it's going to work both ways. I just think it's predominantly it works towards the female portion. Sorry, needed a sip of water. So fear, then we roll on up. I mean, we've watched it for two, going on three years now for too long of the fear of a disease, the fear of the common cold, basically. A lot of people have died. A lot of people have died because of the treatment they received or the lack of it, what they should have been given and weren't. They should have been allowed to have, I, you know, I told, I told a doctor when he, he told me, oh, you got to get the shot. You got to sit and pray about it. I said, all right, did. I said, if you want to do something for me, write me a prescription right now. I'm not sick today, but write me a prescription for hydroxychloroquine. Oh, well, there's no, no viable anything out there that says that that's going to do any good against this disease, except everybody who says it does, it does, it does. You know, Africa, mostly untouched by the COVID Delta and Alpha and all the others. Why? Because they were taking hydroxychloroquine for the malaria that ran rampant in that nation, that continent, actually. So there's viable proof that it works, even as a prophylactic before you're exposed to it. Nope, we got to get you that shot so we can kill you quicker. <sighs> Fear can keep people to doing what they want you to do, no matter how dark it is, no matter how uncomfortable it may be. Fear to keep you locked up in your house. Fear to keep you from worshiping in a group setting in your church. Remember the church I missed every one of those on my trash can. Good thing you can't see me. Uh, the churches in Kentucky, the Bible Belt, Baptists, I'm sure, that were written tickets by the local constabulatory because they went to church and were sitting in the parking lot listening to the pastor over their radios in their cars. They have that, that's kind of neat technology where you can get a little, you know, with your, within the repeater area and you can hear what he's saying. You're, that's still, it's kind of like you can see your neighbors, you can see your friends sitting in the car next to you. You're not really in 
with them, you know, but you're, you know, at least it's close. It's better than nothing. And here comes the mayor, probably a Democrat comes in with his goon squad. And you know, here's where police officers just say, no, what are you going to do? Fire you. They're all going to fire you. If you don't take the shot, they're all going to, that's the first thing. It's a submission thing. They already got these guys wearing masks in their own cop cars. Just say no. Just say no. Sheriff, you have more power than anybody else in the county. Say no. We're not doing it. There are a lot of them are. Guy in L.A., for one, that actually said, nope, we're not submitting to the tests. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. We're not some, you're not going to make me give my guys the jab. They do it on their own. Oh yeah. So uh, on the, on the side of that, you know, there's, there are certain insurance companies that are not going to cover you. If you get sick from the shots, that's <laughs> coming. They want to keep you away from your family. Two years in a row, Fauci. Oh, I don't know about Christmas this year. That's too early to tell Martha. Trying to shut down. They have it. They're going to get together with their family if they have any. Fauci's going to sit around in the backyard with the rest of his garden trolls and you know and and, and uh, exchange gifts or whatever. These people are devious and they don't care about you. You need to care about yourself. Do the research, stay on top of it. Don't let them keep you from church, family, friends don't let them keep you from hugging your grandchild because you might get sick the people who tell young ones stay away you can't come close i don't want to get sick and i don't want to get anybody else sick goodness gracious what kind of a society have we allowed ourselves to become here in 2020 and 2021 what kind of society will we allow ourselves to reinvent back in 2022? Make a resolution to say no to the government overreach. Make a resolution to say yes to God and Jesus Christ. COVID's really, is it really as transmissible as they say? Because there's, there's studies already that say, nope. And there's a very serious undercurrent to all this stuff. It's troubling. And it, it, the issues that are behind it. You know, I've known people where the husband or the wife got sick with what they called coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call the stupid thing. They were in the same house. They were eating at the same table. Maybe not necessarily sleeping in the same bed, but maybe they were. I don't know. That's really beyond my scope. But I can tell you this. One got sick in the same house, and the other one did not. Oh, it's because of the vaccine. No, it's not, because people the vaccine are getting sick, folks. So let's roll back to what I was saying. If they can mind control you, if they can, if they can do what the CIA started back in the 50s called MK Ultra mind control, I like to call it as well. Mind controls seems like it happens awfully 
oh, you know, you get put them in a room and it takes a long time, you know, whatever, or, they, or like, like zap, you're controlled, and you go out as a mind-numb zombie, and when you hear a phone ring, you pick up a gun and shoot everybody. You know, that's that's what people tend to put in their minds. There's movies out there like the Manchurian Candidate. made two of them, uh, one in the 50s, I think, or 60s, 40s, 50s, I think, and then, and then made another one here recently with Denzel Washington. So good movies, though. I mean, they're interesting. Uh, of men who went to war and somewhere in the war they were captured, POWs, whatever, and mind-controlled, mind, brainwashed, there's the word. And that's those those tags are coming back into real good serious front here. Mind control, MK Ultra, Operation Monarch. These are government operations that have actually happened. You can look it up on your favorite search engine, which should be DuckDuckGo. Do not Google things. I Google. I actually did Google something the other day. I think I told you. It wouldn't bring up what I was looking for. Even Duck Duck had a little bit of a of an issue. It wasn't even anything really out of out of out of whack anywhere. It was just I couldn't get it to come out. I'm like, what the heck? Mind conditioning. To me, mind conditioning is a long term, more of a long term effect. That's like the that husband or that boyfriend that over a long period of time gets you to do things that you never would have done before or keeps you from doing things that you wouldn't have done before, like not go to church. And again, driven by fear, you know, that folks water that fear. They're not, oh, we're not really afraid. I'm just being cautious. No, you're scared. Lies, though, folks, are coming out left and right and exposing the villains. You know, remember the old dastardly dick would tie the girl to the railroad tracks with a long mustache, you know, black hat. And the white knight guy on the white horse and the white cowboy hat would ride up and cut her loose at the last minute and drag her away from the train before it cut her in half. The same thing's happening. We just need the guy on the white horse with the white hat and not the white horse of Revelation chapter 6, but the good guy. There's good guys out there yet that are going to ride in and tell the truth, but will people listen because it's too late. They've already been controlled, and then it's conditioned to believe a certain thing in a certain way it's time for us to lay aside the fear and lean towards hope what happened to hope i heard a i heard a guy and i like him but he he was dead wrong on this one uh the interviewer of this doctor said something about hope and he says i don't i don't believe in hope uh, hopes you know just a you know transparent or whatever he's he, he said something I, I, I was like well he's wrong there 
And he tried to tell the Christmas story, and he was dead wrong on most of it, too. But hope, folks, faith, truth, these are the things that we need to, to, to ferret out, if you will, as we're going forward. Because if we don't have hope, if we have no hope, we have nothing. Hope in Christ, the, the, the old song, my, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' love righteousness right my hope is built on nothing less than jesus blood and righteousness hope get it back 22 should be our year of hope especially those of us in the church get your hope back get your faith back get your bible if you will, and go to Romans chapter 8 with me as I polish this one off for today. You know, I found it. If I go almost an hour, more people listen. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, uh, so we, we, we're we coming close, 45 minutes here, and I'm going to end. But we really do need, folks, to get our hope back. We need to exercise that out towards other folks as well you know i'm I'm sitting here looking as i as i go along with you at the uh steve quayle's web page which I, I i honestly tell you the best one of the best places to go for um he puts up all these links to I mean, he does a wonderful job links to different news articles and and stuff that people have written um listen to this one this was this was just out yesterday i think farmers truckers have stopped oops hit the wrong button i'm using an ipad i haven't used for a while farmers and truckers stopped as food supply collapses as uh as the uh Universities are locked out of farmers. Is that what that means? Anyway, locked out farmers markets, grocery stores. You know, there, there, there's just goes on and on. There's just some really good information you can get on his website, and then go to the links. I think it's it's got stuff that's been there for ten years, probably. These different newspaper and blogger articles and stuff, but a lot of it, you know. Through when you listen to him, he tries to instill hope in people. Yes, things look dark, deep, and deep, and and you know, you hear Biden say it's going to be a long, cold winter, a long, deep, dark winter, or whatever. Which he's stealing it from a, a a failed exercise that they're trying to bring out, which was <laughs> unfortunately surrounded by. Uh, an outbreak of smallpox. So hold on to your shirts, folks. Smallpox is next. But anyway, hope. I want to instill hope. I want people to grasp and get a a, a feeling that things aren't, you know, no matter how bad things in the world can be, and they do drag us down because we are in the world. Jesus said, you're you're not to be you're you're to be in the world, but not of it. You know, don't don't let the things of the world pull you 
all over the place because that's what it'll do. And it twists you up and have you going in every which, which way the wind blows and stuck with those way, the wind of every doctrine and all the stuff others have spoken about. Folks, stay away from it. Don't let it. Don't, you know, it's going to get you. It's going to get me. I know that. But we need to rely back to Romans chapter 8, if you would with me. And we're going to read just a couple of quick verses, and then you can go back to uh, getting ready for your New Year's meal. Romans chapter 8, verse 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself, which should be himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Sometimes we lose so much of our hope of the, of the, of the right here and now that we don't even know what to pray. I mean, you have friends that are getting sick, get friends that are dying, get family members maybe. It's, it, it, the, the obituaries are full. And uh, the Facebook pages and Twitters and whatever else, you know, we hear about uh, all kinds of things going on that we just don't understand. And it's like we lose hope. We lose hope in the fact that humanity might actually turn self back around right, but that, uh, on the bulk scale it won't. Reach out to the ones you can. Instill them. You want to you give somebody a vaccine against all the junk that's going on? Give them a vaccine of hope. Give them a shot of hope. Give them, and it, that doesn't just go in your arm and stay there. It doesn't just float in your bloodstream. It goes right to your heart. We need hope as we roll towards 2022, and we need to have hope that Christ can open the eyes of those that are so blind that they're missing out on so much in this world. And the world to come. So, folks, for the today, and we'll see when we get back to you again, which weather's cold, it might be tomorrow, December the 29th, today is. Tom Richardson is going to say goodbye for now. And if the Lord wills, we'll, we will come back together and discuss more on the Removing Confusion podcast. Thanks for being with me today. God bless you. Enjoy life. Have hope. Until next time, I'll see you.